Welcome to the Cabin Crew Podcast. We have liftoff. Welcome to another episode of the Cabin Crew Podcast. We're both awake, for sure. I'm Ben. That's Aaron. It's a New York Jets fan podcast by us Jets fans, for Jets fans. And we got football this week. We've got football. A real game. We are, yeah. We're playing a game. Uh, I guess you can call it a game. Um, a preseason game. It It is a game. Mm-hmm. It's a Hall of Fame game. Uh, Jets-Browns. It's it's happening. The season's starting. We're, we're getting there. Yes. It's... It's more or less a glorified scrimmage. Starters won't play, but you know, I think any time your team gets to participate in the Hall of Fame game, I don't remember the last time the Jets actually played in the Hall of Fame game. It's got to be, I want to say, like we were in college. Remember, like when we were on Cape Cod? Total inside baseball, but like I feel like we were watching a game. Maybe it was the Jets. I don't know. I think so too. Um, How do they determine? teams is it just randomly picked or like mm. is it just a coincidence that the jets and browns have players getting inducted this year or i think sometimes i what if for whatever reason i feel like it's always either the cowboys or the steelers but yeah that's just like the bias of the fans will travel there um yeah i think cleveland's usually rarely in it even though they are right there and can't they're right there yeah pittsburgh may be actually the closer drive i don't know how that's possible geographically yeah look at a map we're not a facts podcast as as we know uh but maybe it's like based on which players get into the hall of fame the schedule makers will try to make it happen so that two teams with players getting inducted will play. okay so that's just a total guess i have no idea how it actually works yeah i was curious because uh can's like right in the middle of cleveland and pittsburgh right it's like it's like right in the middle. So, yeah, I was just wondering because I was like, oh, it's it's because the Jets and Browns have players getting inducted this year. So, Which is nice. That's just a – it's cool. Yeah, it adds a, adds a little bit of a different kind of feel to the game. Who's getting inducted for the Browns? I feel like a terrible football fan. Joe Thomas. Oh, classic. Love it. Love it for classic, him. Classic, classic guy. Joe Thomas, yeah. one of like the nicest guys. Like I did get the chance to meet him kind of in person. And dad – Wisconsin fisherman, like just super chill, super yeah, chill guy. Uh, and he's fucking jacked now. He's like, you look at like before and after pictures of like his playing days, and now it's it's crazy. Offensive linemen just tend to lose that weight. Yeah, it's, it's like uh, Alan Fanica. Oh yeah, you see his uh, no, he's like a triathlete now. Holy shit, like an Iron Man type of thing. Yeah, wow. Yeah, like he is super skinny. Like it's crazy, mm, crazy. I know them. But it's cool. Should I Google cool a picture? Get my live reaction. Yeah, Alan, because I know like uh, what's his name, uh, Joe Thomas is on Prime or NFL Network, or whatever. See him all the time. Alan Fanica, that's not him. That's him in his playing days. Now, marathon. Oh my god, he looks right? scary. Yeah, looks sick. He does look sick. Right, get that man some protein. He needs it. Fuck. Okay, but I mean, apparently not. He's uh, he's living large. He ran a marathon. Same with uh, in three hours and fifty six minutes. Very impressive. It's pretty damn good. Yeah. So did who? Same with uh, 
busting with the boys. I don't know if you follow them. They're a bar. Oh, Taylor Luan. He looks like he dropped a ton of weight. Yeah, they, like the offensive linemen have to put on all this weight, but they don't want it or need it. I feel like they have to force themselves to put the weight on, you know, yeah. just to be that big. Like they have to eat all the time once your playing days are over. I feel, I feel like that's the only position in sports where you lose weight. You look at every other like pro athlete mm. when they're done playing. They, I mean, I love Dar- Darrell Revis, but. I think he's put on some pounds. Yeah, for sure, because he doesn't need to run at top speed anymore. Yeah. Why, you you know, you put your body through hell for years. Offensive linemen are the only players I can think of. Defensive linemen? (laughs) Yeah, in sports in general. I don't know. I guess that too. Because basketball players, you kind of stop running all the time. Hockey, baseball, they're already fat. Well, maybe baseball. Maybe guys lose some weight after baseball. Maybe they just get fatter. I feel like the only baseball player I know that like still looks probably in shape is Mark McGuire because he probably still takes steroids. Yeah, it's like if he doesn't take steroids, <laughs> he's going to die. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needs yeah. it. And, and, and Jose Canseco, both of them are just keep juicing, baby. Isn't he crazy? Oh, he's a psycho. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. He like, gets duped on Twitter or Instagram. I've seen screenshots. Yeah. Jose Canseco. He's 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 in that case. All right, yeah. this is a New York Jets fan podcast. I gotta keep us on the train yep. tracks here. <laughs> All right, so Hall of Fame game We're going off in Canton Thursday yep. night. The game may have already been played by the time we post this podcast. I don't know. Um, yes, but NBC. I'm sure you'll be watching. Everyone's gonna go crazy. Let's get to the Jets storylines of the week. We can break down the Hall of Fame game in a second. But Sean Payton's comments from last week that we talked about. We called him an asshole. We said he can go F himself. This is, you know, if kids are listening. He can go fuck himself. Because he called... Earmuffs. Yeah. Oh, fuck shit. God. <laughs> bitch. Sean Payton's a God. little bitch for saying Nathaniel Hackett <laughs> yeah. was the worst coach in the league in NFL history or whatever. And uh, yeah. this week, both Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett responded. Um, first, Aaron Rodgers said... Keep your coach's name out my mouth, out your mouth, um, which is uh, your mouth. Yes, a Will Smith callback, I think. And then, like, some kinder but still kind of harsh words in his press conference that was like, he needs to yeah. stay in line, which were fair comments because. Sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, everything Roger said was fair. Mm-hmm. Even the keep my coach's name. And if that was planned, then that's, he's, he's a smart dude. He's, he's sharp on top of his game. Super sharp. Um, but super fair for him to say it, it, it from what I saw, Sean Payton was backtracking like the next day mm-hmm. when, uh, when he was interviewed about it, he was questioned about it. He, he backtracked and was like, Oh, I thought it was still on, uh, thought it was still on Fox. He knew he was like, on the record dude, though. Come on. Uh, you've been a coach before. Yeah. It, it's, it's not a situation where you went from commentating to coaching. You were a coach for a long time. Yeah. You know the drill. You know how this works. There are so no excuses. To to play the dumb game is pretty fucking cowardly, I think. I think it's Yeah, he's been a coach before, which is what Nathaniel Hackett said that Sean Payton broke the code. What is the code? Probably just not talking shit about your fellow coaches. Seems to be a pretty, like bro code. Yeah. Easy rule to follow. Yeah. Is Sean Payton an idiot? Yes. Sounds like it. Mm. It really does sound like it. And for I'd have more respect for Sean Payton if he didn't backtrack. If if he just went all in on it, 
and he doubled down. Okay. Like if that's what you really believe, go for it. But to then the next day be like, Oh, I, I got my jobs confused. You're, you're a fucking moron. Yeah. Stop with he's, that. He's trying to play the, the flip flopper and, and be on party lines. Like we were trying to do with the whole Davin cook thing, but like, no, we're going to stick to our stance. So Sean yeah. Payton's not sticking to his stance. And that's a little annoying. If you say something, stick to it. If you make a mistake, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to make a mistake, but don't try to play the dumb game. That's stupid. Listen, maybe he is dumb because he also Could be. said he was going to apologize and call Nathaniel Hackett directly. And then Hackett said in his presser, I haven't gotten a phone call from Sean Payton. I haven't heard from him. So he's going to promise something and then not follow through on it. Come on. Yeah. We're going to see uh, Payton 2024 signs coming out soon. If he's making promises like that, <laughs> sounds like a politician. Yeah. Just over-promising or what is it? Over-promising, under Underdelivering, right. under yeah. Yeah. Listen, week five is still going to be super interesting. Get your fucking popcorn ready. Yeah. Which mm. I saw Schefter tweet today that week five is the first game eligible to be flexed by the NFL. So if those storylines come out, mm-hmm. I think the game right now is Cowboys Steelers or something. It's like a good matchup. Mm-hmm. So Schefter was like, I find it, I find it hard that they might flex that. But if these storylines keep building, jets may have another primetime game that early in the season too. Like probably like right after they had, I know they played Kansas city the week before chiefs, right? Yeah. And that's a primetime game. Uh, it is not. Yes, it is. It's a Sunday night game. <laughs> so that would be three of their first five weeks would be in primetime. Correct. <laughs> yes. If they flexed week five. If they did. If they did. I have. I, I can't imagine they would do that. I, I have a hard time believing it because they already have, what do we count? Seven, one, two, three, four, five, six primetime games this year. And the Broncos game is a 425 window. So it's already yeah. one of the late games. So I don't know. Interesting. Yeah. That'd be fun. That'd be really fun. Either way, the game's going to be, be cool. good, even if it, it's not the Sunday yeah. game. Yeah. So we're, we're anti-Sean Payton guys, pro-Aaron yep. Rodgers guys, and pro-Nathaniel Hockey yep. guys. That's, we, we appreciate our coaches and players sticking up for, uh, I don't know, each other. But listen, I think I did hear this is going to be a galvanizing moment, was the word, for the team. It's bringing them together. For sure. And and you want moments like that. You need moments like that in the season, especially with a team like this, with all this hype. Mm-hmm. A little bit more motivation is always a good thing. What do they call it? Locker room material, Bolton board material? Yeah. That's all this is. This is textbook. So easy to just keep shitting on Sean Payton. Not even against the Broncos, against any other team. Like, oh, our offensive coordinator is the worst coach in NFL history. We're going to drop 50 on every team this year. Oh, easily. Easily, especially, especially against the Broncos. I, I'm sorry, but you, you haven't proven anything the past few years. Been dog shit. So why are you guys talking? Why are, does he think that he's going to take the Broncos to be Super Bowl contenders? Mm, not in that division. Sorry. Hard, hard, nope, hard to definitely break not in that. Yeah. <laughs> not in that division, not in that conference. They're, they're be lucky to break 500. Listen, a lot of team schedules look tough on paper, but I guess we'll see. With injuries and yeah, with everything that happens, uh, I wish you best of luck, Sean Payton, but not really, <laughs> not really. No, I don't. Yeah, good luck, but I'm crossing my fingers and toes on that yeah. one. Uh, okay, so 
we'll move past it and we'll revisit it, I guess, in um, what October is when we're we're going to come up on that. Um, and unless yeah. the game gets flexed before, and then we can also know that. Other storylines of the week before um, the Hall of Fame game, which the Jets uh, jetted off to Ohio on Wednesday. A little pun there for all the kids listening at home. Nice. Although, again, don't have your kids listen to this because there's also swear words. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Sorry, guys. Dalvin Cook visited the Jets last weekend, shook some hands, smiled a little bit, um, but he still remains unsigned as of Wednesday, August 2nd. Training camp's been going on for like a while, and he still doesn't yep. have a team. Ezekiel Elliott visited the Patriots. He's also still unsigned. Um, yep. What is going on? With Dalvin Cook, a couple things. I got, I got, I got a couple, a uh, couple hot topics about Dalvin. But Cook. My so the first one, I'm gonna hat got theory time with Aaron. Yeah, yep, theory time. So, so first, you can probably remove the tinfoil oh. hat for this one because this isn't, and put on your dunce cap. Just pop that got on it. there. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so we talked last week about chance, and we're kind of out on the Jets chant, or was that two weeks ago? Two weeks One, ago. No, no J-E-T-S two, two weeks ago. for us. Yeah. yeah, so in the moment, we're for it, but we're, we're just a little little out on it. Mm. The, the the Jets fans at training camp were, were, this is another dumb sport thing that, that every like fan base does. They're just chanting his name and clapping. They're like, Dalvin Cook. Okay. It, cool. it can't get any dumber than that. This is what we talk. We need the soccer chance. We something. need something creative. Yeah. Do something better. Mm. Just so we're out that, that might have swayed him to, to not we're sign. Out, we're out it's on like, that. Yeah. These are your fans? <laughs> These guys are idiots. Minnesota, where they had the equally as dumb skull. Skull. See, you, you that like may that. be dumb, but it's kind of dope when the whole crowd's doing it. That like, it, it looks pretty sick. That is true. Like, yeah. That's a chant that I can get behind because it's, it's like I don't know. It, it looks cool, but I guess the Jets. The Jets. Too, it's but. all at once. And it's like a big thing. The Vikings <laughs> yeah. is different because it, it looks. Cool. Vikings is different because they're purple. I don't. Know. <laughs> no, no, because um, they're not spelling. It's more of like a, I don't know, yeah. hunter gatherer, just like fucking. It's like a Viking tribal Viking chant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. It's manly. It's you know. So know. Dalvin Cook's I, coming from that, yeah. and he sees these dumb Jets fans, and he's like. Yeah, mm, questionable. What's going on here? Okay, so that's number one. But yeah, so that that was just a dumb chant. Mm. And I also, I am doubling down on our stance. We don't want Dalvin Cook. I don't want Dalvin Cook. Yeah. I think he's playing us. I think Ooh. he's just using the Jets to get more money from the Dolphins. Mm. I think he went on this kind of media tour, and he went on what was it, Football Talk or whatever yeah, beforehand the NFL on the NFL Network, mm-hmm. and. He was like, oh, I want to play with Rodgers. The Jets have a great situation, blah, 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 bullshit. I think he's just using the Jets, using them as a a ploy, kind of like a pawn, Mm -hmm. to have the Dolphins be like, I do not want him to go in conference. We're going to pay him more money. I think he's using us. Hmm. I think we're being used. As like leverage, yeah. Or, uh, huh, like I'll see how much. It's like when you're shopping around for a car. You know, let's let's see where I can get the best deal. Hmm. Well, if that's the case, we're still anti-Dalvin Cook guys, but if that's the case, still. then I would feel like, I don't know, the girl who doesn't get asked asked out to prom or, or the guy or whatever. It's like, you know, yeah. you want to, you know, 
be the most attractive girl at the party, which I think the Jets are. Yep. And it, easily. if they're getting, I don't know, dragged along and then left without a date, I don't know. That's going to make us feel pretty bitter. But at the same, I, I would say that I'm not going to feel, I'm going to feel bitter towards what he did mm-hmm. if that's the case, if this is what's actually happening. But we don't need him. Again, we don't. We don't need him. Yes. If it was a situation where we didn't have any good running backs, like we were really hurting at that position, I would be heartbroken if he did this and went to the Dolphins. But now it's like, all right, dude, we're just going to, we're just going to stomp the Dolphins every time we play you and you're going to regret not coming. Yeah, yeah. So two thoughts there. Number one, love that we play the Dolphins twice, obviously, as we do every year. Yeah. Because if he signs with them, or maybe, I don't know, maybe he goes to some other team, but if he signs with the Dolphins, hella motivation for our defense who is like, all right, yeah, let's bring in like a pro bowler here to actually being like, fuck you. We're going to hold you, hold you to like under 10 yards rushing. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. We're just going to dominate. Yeah. yeah. More, yeah. more bolt and board material. Easy motivation. For sure. Yep. And then number two, uh, I don't know. I think I lost my train of thought. Mm. <laughs> I, I swear to God. You I had two things. I had a really good point. You had two things. I did. Oh, I think it was tying back into like, if this was, it was this was the point. If it was five years ago or six years ago, yeah, when yeah, like we didn't know this whole system of like you draft a running back, you play the running back, you don't resign the running back, then you draft another running back. Like that, that's the cycle now that happens, right? Um, right. So people were trying to resign Le'Veon Bell at fifteen million dollars, or like do all these big deals for these big name running backs. That doesn't happen anymore. Now you realize you can get production no. for running back super cheap, and the Jets know that. So it's like what. Yeah. Why spend all this money? And I don't get it. He's gonna he's gonna find some team to do it to him, but not gonna be us. Save save the money for someone else coming down the pipeline by the trade deadline, baby. And I know who you're talking about. I don't want to jinx it, honestly. I don't either. I don't either because I'd get my hopes up for that, and then it just wouldn't happen at all. Yeah. And like, ah, shit, can't do that. Uh, we can cross our fingers. Aaron Rodgers did yep. create cap room for the Jets, so we'll yep. sign somebody. But staunchly yep. anti-Dalvin Cook. It's been a week since he's visited. Like nothing? Yeah. Yeah. Sketchy. I mean, that's why I think that's why I think he's he's playing him. Mm. And he went right back down to Miami, I think, after. I think he's visiting with the Dolphins soon, or if he hasn't already. I don't know. I just I'm out. Yeah, players. I'm out. Players have done that before, as you as you mentioned, the whole media tour thing. I think Des Bryant yeah. did it a couple years ago when he was sort of on his last legs. It's like, is a team really going to resign sign Des Bryant? Nah, eh, he's just trying to maybe yeah. have someone sign him. It's yeah. A shame. What's What's the point? Just we're just moving on. Brand, let's just, let's just move on. All right, Dalvin Cook. Sorry, yeah. peace out. All right, let's focus on guys who actually will be on the field. <laughs> uh, and honestly, it might yep. be nice to see some of these running backs play in the Hall of Fame game on Thursday. Jets, Browns, NBC, eight o'clock. Set your DVRs. That doesn't really happen anymore. Um, but a couple things will be happening. We'll get to see the backups. So Michael Carter, maybe sort of. I'm assuming. Uh, is he Ivan Conda, yeah. Bam Knight, etc. Uh, Zach Wilson gets the start. Second teamer. Kind of, we kind of yep. saw this coming because Aaron Rodgers, no way he was going to play. Um, but apparently, yeah. Makai Becton will play, so he's kind of maybe a starter in the mix. But we'll definitely see a lot of second stringers, which will be good. And I, again, hoping to see our guy Zach out there on the field. I'm sure he'll be out Coons. there. Um, Coons. Yes, not, guy Zach Coons. Zach yes. Wilson. Not, we got a lot of Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, 
he, two. Zach Wilson, kind of our guy. Yeah, yeah. We can we can call Zach Wilson our lad. He's our lad. But our lad. Zach Koontz is our guy. Okay, fair. He's our guy. We're I'm, I'm excited to hopefully see some reps from him. Get some uh, get some touches out there. But it'll be good. It'll be good to see Becton. Uh, first time he's played in a few years, mm-hmm. so um, it'll be it'll be nice. I, I'm interested to see if he's going to be at right tackle, left tackle. See where he's going. Maybe they'll move him around. Right. See how he does. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I I saw that he kind of walked back his stance or walked back his comments before he was kind of blaming the Jets coaches for his injury. He said it was a surgical issue. He got the wrong surgery the first year, which made the second second injury happen. Hmm. Um, And he said he would gladly play right tackle. So, okay. Seems like he's kind of turning the page. Good. Uh, happy for Makai because, yeah, I think our first episode, we were like, Makai Becton says, I am a left tackle, all in caps. So, yeah. Maybe that was a little immature of him, we could say. Sure. So he's growing and being adaptable. And what's the word when you can play two positions at once? Multifaceted? I don't know. Yeah. Ambidextrous. Oh, <laughs> that's, not the- that's not the word, but I like <laughs> that's, that. That's not the word. Maybe he but- is. <laughs> Uh, or maybe he's coming to the realization that, you know, if I don't kind of change my ways here a little bit, they're going to ship me off. Yeah. And he wants to be here to win a title. I mean, why why wouldn't you want to do anything you could to stay? Who doesn't? Yeah. And I feel like yeah. you're a big Mekhi Becton fan because you were like, I want to find him at camp and see how big that dude is because he's just raw talent. Yeah. Yeah. He's a he's a massive dude. And I love the pick when they first picked him. Mm-hmm. I thought it was. It was fantastic. I mean, he he dominated in Louisville. He was he's just a large dude that has potential to be a great offensive tackle. He just has to stay on the field. Yeah, let's let's root for his health. Uh, I'm not big on watching offensive line play in preseason football, but I'll 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 read all the blogs no. out there after and figure out what was good about it. all the scouting reports. I should say, figure out what. Yeah, was good. again, I have no idea what I'm watching <laughs> when I'm watching football. Uh-huh. I'm just kind of dumb being like wanting just throw the ball catch the ball yeah i, I have no idea formations <laughs> coverages yeah, yeah. protection it, it really when i watched the netflix quarterback it blew my mind like how, what how much goes into it <laughs> how much goes into it, it it's crazy mm-hmm. and I, I never would have thought it so again we, no experience with football wise but uh if uh if zach wilson doesn't get touched then hey we're good. Yeah, agreed. Okay, so about Zach Wilson, you, Aaron mentioned this to me before we hit record on the podcast. So I was like, yeah, of course Aaron Rodgers is not going to play. Aaron tells me Aaron Rodgers is going to be calling plays, maybe on the headset uh, for Zach Wilson on Thursday night, which is obviously love to see it, but also yeah, that mentor relationship just keeps growing as we've seen in training camp over the last few weeks. Yeah, I, I think that would be really cool to see if Rodgers does get on the headset call some plays. Um, maybe that's a glimpse into his future. I, I doubt that, but um, if he wants to coach, but still really cool. If he does that, especially with Zach Wilson, I can't see him maybe doing it with maybe, maybe fourth quarter. He puts the headset on and whoever Ooh, the quarterback Zach Wilson puts. puts the headset on. No Rogers, oh. like the fourth quarter, he'll put the headset on. I got to imagine Hackett will probably be calling plays. Yeah. Do the play call. Roger will be listening in. Yeah, 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 gotcha. yeah. But it, it it would be cool, and and it sounds you know Rogers has been pretty outspoken about um, how mature Zach Wilson has become. Mm. 
during this training camp and this this kind of season. And he he said that he really thinks it's a good reset for Zach Wilson. All the shit he's kind of gone through the past couple of years with either injuries or you know media getting on his ass about his poor play, um, his teammates getting on him, things he said in the past. Rogers really just said this is a good reset for him. Take a step back, take a breath, mm-hmm. and learn, and you know, extend his career. Which, for all we know, is is what's happening. Is he's learning right now, and he's yeah, he's changing. We're talking about him a lot. Jets fans are like, oh, I wonder how's like Zach Wilson doing because yeah. we knew all the shit that happened last year. Yeah, uh, but the spotlight's on Aaron Rodgers, so now's the time for the, at least the national spotlight. Zach Wilson is taking a step back and being like, all right, yeah. how do I become mature? How do I become a leader? How do I be ready to take this thing over from Aaron Rodgers in two to three years. And am I, am I okay with being a fourth or fifth year quarterback and, and finally starting? That's a decision for him to make in the future because Aaron Rodgers said he's going to be here yeah. for a few years, right? That was the quote. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who knows how long he mentioned maybe playing till 45. Mm-hmm. So you do the math on that. But it's it's also nice to see – it would be nice to see the Jets do something – other than what they've done with every other quarterback they've drafted in the past, like 10 years. I mean, you see the cycle. It's they play for a couple years right when they get drafted, they suck, Mm -hmm. they get chipped off, go somewhere else, go somewhere else. It'd be nice to see him take a step back, learn, and then step in. I can't take it anymore. Like I I really, I I don't want to see that. Um, This whole Aaron Rodgers thing breaks the cycle. It makes us, Aaron and Ben here on the Cabin Crew Pod. Follow us on uh, Twitter, X, uh, and TikTok at Cabin Crew Pod. What do we say? I don't know. Can we say that? I'm going to say Twitter, Twitter. X. I don't get it. Follow us at Cabin Crew Pod wherever you follow people and things. But listen, like it makes us passion, made us want to start this podcast. And it it stems so many different things. It stems, or it, you know, basically perpetuates like now we have a winning attitude. Now we have hope. Now we have hope for a quarterback position of the New York Jets, which is something that we're always like, yeah, we're big Sam Darnold guys. Yeah. yeah, Like we just always wanted things to work, but now it's like they actually might. I'm not saying like this first preseason game is going to tell us a lot, but if he doesn't look lost out there, it's going to say something. And I think as Jets fans, we're just hoping for consistency. I, I don't think, and I could be wrong. Maybe other Jets fans have a different opinion. I don't, I don't think we're going to contend for a title every year, but just some consistency, whether it's consistency in head coaching, consistency in quarterback, GM, just you go into the year knowing what you have, knowing what your potential is, and you have a shot to make the playoffs mm-hmm. every year. That's that's all we can hope for. And that's you see it with teams like the Patriots, teams like the Steelers, teams like, you know, the Chargers or even the Cowboys, like you see people have this consistency. It's, it's what we're looking for. We want consistency. The Jets have been consistent in sucking and been consistent with yeah. inconsistency. So it'd be I guess that's yeah. true. Yeah. It has been it has been consistent. You, <laughs> it's been consistently bad. You are calling for <laughs> yeah. yeah consistency in staffing, which basically yeah. is an equal to good things happening. Because if you turn over staff, then that means bad things are happening in an bad organization. In a culture. Yeah. yeah. So uh, we can hope, you know, it's it's a fresh slate, it's August, yeah. smells like football, feels like football, and we have football, and we're going to see Zach Wilson. So let's let's hope for Zach, let's root yep. for Zach, Wilson, and Koontz. 
third on the depth Zax. chart. Yeah, it, for our guy. Maybe fourth in the depth chart. I don't know. There's like two tight end yeah. depth charts. It's like CJ Uzama, two guys, and then it's like Conklin, Ruckert, Koontz. Um, or okay. maybe Ruckert, Conklin, Koontz. Either way, he's buried. But yeah. let's get some reps. Let's get those special teams reps going. We're rooting for you, Zach, yep. on Thursday night. Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, other kind of just got to mention, obviously, Hall of Fame weekend also in Canton. Two Jets, as we mentioned at the top of the pod, going into the Hall of Fame. Joe Klecko, Duel Rivas. Hats off to our guys. Well-deserved, both of them. Joe Klecko, long time coming, but Duel Rivas, first, yeah. first ballot. Yeah, I watched a video today of them getting the knock on the door from um, previous players, inducting them or telling them, giving them any announcement that they, you know, made the made the Hall of Fame. And Ty Law did it for Revis and uh, Namath did it for Klecko. So cool to see. They're both uh, really excited. Revis kind of went down to his knees and was, I wouldn't say emotional, yeah. but just kind of thankful. Yeah. You know, you, you see it in their face, all the hard work that they've done. It, it, it paid off. So it was cool to see. Yeah, for a guy like Revis, he probably knows that moment's coming. So I don't know yeah. if he can really feign emotions because he's like, yeah, I knew it. Like, I'm deserving. But yeah. to be grateful, to show yeah. hum, like humility in that moment, says a lot about who sure. Jarrell Revis is, is as a player, as a guy. And we sort of talked about yeah. it when the whole, that whole social media beef was happening. He's a guy who just, yeah. like, he backs it up. And so he can act he whatever does. he wants. And like he never talked that much trash. And if he did, it's because he could. And that's just yeah. the man who he is. Now, Click on the other hand, how long was he on the ballot for? Like a decade? Something Jeez, had longer? To be longer than that. I mean, when did he play the 80s? I think his last season was like 90-something? 85? That doesn't sound right. 90, 95? And what is it, five Five years after you retire, yeah, so maybe, you're eligible. Twenty years. I don't fact check us. I just read and no. I should know this. It's too bad. Uh, but yeah. Still a long time. Eleven seasons with the Jets. A long time. Seventy-eight sacks. Twenty and a half sacks in nineteen eighty-one. Yeah, maybe you played till like eighty-nine or something like that. Either way. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Good on Joe Klecko. You'll be seeing a lot of seventy-three yep. and twenty-four jerseys in Canton this weekend. Hopefully. Sure. For sure, especially with those throwbacks coming out. Yeah, man. I was thinking, oh yeah, seventy three. Joe Thomas was also seventy three on the Browns, so it's mm. a random number to also like even more seventy threes yeah, out there. Be a ton. Most popular jersey in Cleveland was Joe Thomas because like he was the most consistent player. But you, he was, rarely, he's the only one there every year. Yeah, you rarely see like offensive lineman jerseys outside of like me wearing one. I don't know. It just seemed like a Nick Mangold. A rare you thing. you had? Did you have a Mangold? No, nah, just just the DeBrickashaw. DeBrickashaw. Yeah. 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 I feel like those were popular. It's same reason, kind of for Jets fans. Yeah, they were always you knew there. they were going to be around. True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Are you going to like watch the speech back? I feel like I'm not that guy. I'll watch the clips on TikTok and whatever. Yeah, I'll I'll check out some clips, but I'm not. Uh, probably not going to watch the induction or the. Yeah, it's okay. We can call it. I don't think we're fair weather fans, but we're millennial fans who have other yeah. stuff going on. Sorry, like. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and I. I might not. I'm probably not going to watch the whole preseason game tomorrow. Dude, I'm I'm going to the Yankees game. I can't. I'm not even going to watch it. Yeah, I'll watch the highlights. <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll watch the highlights. Yeah, check out some clips. But yeah, bad. I'm with you. Bad Jets fan. But of course, you know we'll watch it back. We'll we'll, we'll be ready for the pod. Yeah. obviously next week. All right. Uh, NFL top 100. Got a hit on this topic too. My co-host over yep. here, Aaron, mentioned it. So uh, they've been counting down. The NFL has been. NFL.com. NFL social media channels. 
the top 100 players in the NFL as voted on by other players. So it's a pretty like consistent, you know, I think a good gauge ranking of where sure. maybe players on your team or your favorite players sit in, I don't know, the thought, my, the minds of fellow players among their peers. Um, yeah. So far, I think we're up to like 20 or something. The NFL is revealing. We have one, two, three, four, five Jets players in the top 100. Mm-hmm. Let's count them down. Garrett Wilson, 74. As a rookie, pretty good. As a rookie, that that's good. I mean, you think all the great receivers there are in the league. His first season, he's he's making the top 100, so that's, that's good he's to see. He's making the top 75. Yeah, yeah. You put it like that. I mean, top 75 in the league, all the positions that they have, yeah. that's, that's huge. Offensive rookie of the year. Number 51. Yep. Aaron Rodgers feels like a little bit of a slight feels super low. Yeah. Too, super low. Too low. I, I mean that that's, that's definitely going to shoot up uh, next year. Well, I have a feeling more bulletin board material for Rodgers. Like really? Yep. Like I just wanted an MVP two years ago and I'm the 51st yeah. best player in the league. Okay. Yeah. doesn't make a lot of sense. We expect that to be top 25 next year, at least for Aaron Rodgers. At least. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just in front of him? Yes. Uh, C.J. Mosley at number 46. That feels right. Feels right. Yeah. He's he's consistent. He's great. He's a good leader on the defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely right spot for him. Been consistent for years. And then our guy, one of the highest paid defensive tackles in the year, just re-signed his contract. Quentin Williams yep. at number 40. Also feels right. Feels right, or is, yeah, or is it? He's too one of low? the best. Um, I'd say I'd say that's that's probably good for him right now, where he's at, um, year wise, and I, I think same with Rogers. He'll have a big, big shoot up next year. Mm-hmm. He might might take that Aaron Donald spot. Ooh, is Donald going to be number one, or did they already reveal that? I'm, oh, I have no idea. Okay, I mean, like, I mean, like Mahomes or something, but. Probably my arms. Right. Yeah. 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 If if Q can shoot up, that'd be nice, but maybe not super high. Um, all right. And then number 23, 23rd best player as voted on by his peers, Sauce fucking Gardner. Sauce Gardner. Yeah, man. D Roy. It's uh it's huge. I mean, to be twenty-three, you're going into your second year in the league. From what I saw, that's the highest rated cornerback. So that kind of puts the uh, doubters, all that Twitter beef with the cornerbacks before. Yeah. It, this is it. He's 23. Something. Yeah. It's like, how do you go up from here? Um, I think it's it's pretty special for him to have that spot and like be recognized. Like that, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And if you can continue to grow and turn that 23 into top five, who says no? Mm, I don't like, I feel like, but for like a player in the secondary, like a cornerback, to be rated that high, tough to do. Might be, might be tough. Yeah, because it's just hard to get recognized like that, right? Like yeah. you have to have the interceptions, yeah. and you have to like. He does impact the game in a crazy way, but you just don't necessarily see it. Yeah, like a quarterback right. or an Aaron Donald or a tight end or whatever. I think it's just it's yeah. a little different. Um, but maybe it is different. Maybe he'll he'll sneak up. Um, okay, and then number one, Zach Kuntz. Zach Kuntz, the best player in the NFL, as voted on top one hundred by his peers. By as voted on by uh, two peers. Yeah, us. <laughs> that, number one in our hearts. Not, number one in Tunisia. 
definitely the best player in Tunisia for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Destroyed. That's funny. All right. Uh, yeah. So Sauce yeah. is the highest rated jet, um, obviously, which uh, we'll see plenty of him and Quentin Williams and CJ Mosley and Rodgers and Garrett Wilson on hard knocks next week. It premieres on Tuesday, but not before one jet's drive, which premieres on Monday. So plenty of jets content coming at you next week. Yeah. Excited for that. Uh, we, uh, we need something to watch here in uh, in our household. We blew through Entourage, so we're done with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, perfect timing goes right into next week. Monday, One Dreads Drive. Tuesday, Hard Knocks for the next few weeks. So excited for that. Are you going to have the wife watch the One Jets Drive content with you? Oh, she doesn't have a choice. Oh, she guys are going to be on the couch. It's like, this is what we're putting on. One Jets Drive's on, and then buckle up Tuesday. Hard knocks. Hard knocks. Are you going to stay up though? Or, bu- or is it going to be a, a Wednesday thing? One Jets drive usually comes out at like, what, like eight? Yeah. 8 I think 30. it's a reasonable time. So yeah. I think hard knocks is what? 10. Yeah. It's late. So that might be a Wednesday watch fair. Yeah. That's why I got to ask. But still two nights a week jets. And then, Hey, if they have a preseason game too, Fire it up, baby. Oh, my God. She's going to be so sick of the Jets. <laughs> Three nights. <laughs> By the end of August. Gonna... Before the season hate... actually yeah. starts. Yeah. 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 Or but maybe she'll have no a, a favorite player, and we'll have to get the wife a jersey or something. Maybe uh, maybe she'll come around, and uh, she'll be a Jets fan by uh, by, see- by week one. We'll see. We can only hope. Um, the wife really represents all of our listeners. We want them to be inspired by the Jets. Uh, even though we are, yes. like, realistic Jets and fans, and maybe some people can call us pessimistic. Just it's the hype, right? And as soon as we start winning, these, yeah. these podcasts will get on the hype train. We know they will. The the positivity will build off of each other, off every win, off every game, yes. and there'll be ups and downs. But you know, it, it's going to be exciting. That's life, baby. It's up and down. It's roller coasters. That's so, it. Uh, that's right. Football is fucking life, and uh, that's that's what we're here for. We're just here to tell the story. Football is life. Uh, football is life. So. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, Rojas. Danny Rojas there we go baby um all right let's uh let's wrap it up with our I guess Sauce Gardner tweet of the week maybe yeah so Sauce Gardner tweet of the week um you know he, he he's not uh really given us too much to kind of look into we have a, a, a little a little uh little thing we can kind of go into but he quote tweeted a tweet uh by I don't know how to say this guy's name Dov Kleiman okay Dove Kleiman is a uh, NFL news and Dove Dove Kleiman uh, NFL news and transactions. Okay. That's what his Twitter bio says. He's an editor writer for Bro Bible. So very legit, um, legit, super super good source. Mm-hmm. Um, he tweeted: Pro Bowl running back Dalvin Cook is currently at the Jets facility and visiting the team. Source confirms. Sauce quote tweeted that with one thing about the league: it's always gone be a source. Three laughing emojis. Hmm. So is Sauce, he doesn't like people reporting at so- sources? He doesn't like the hearsay? Uh, I think Sauce wants a name. Ah. Sauce wants, doesn't, I, I think. Okay. Again, this is all speculation, but I think Sauce wants so-and-so confirms. Doesn't want source. Gotcha. He wants definitiveness. Yeah. Okay. Wants some, wants some people called out. Let, let's who who is that source what is that source yeah yeah he sounds like uh god i'm gonna try to make a reference here that i don't know th- i don't know if it's gonna hit he sounds like a sagittarius i don't know what the fuck that means 
<laughs> is, that a, is that a sign? Is a that sign. a uh, yeah? Yeah. I don't I don't know if that's right or not. But he just wants the facts spit at him, right? He, yeah. he wants uh Yeah. He wants confirmation of yep. the report of said source. So like really what is what is a source though? It's like a spy on the inside, right? That doesn't want to be outed? Yeah, is it a, they don't want to anonymous? Yeah. I guess. If you say I mean we could if Adam Schefter says like Sources say. Does yeah. it go without saying that the source is anonymous? Why doesn't the source want to be revealed? I, I don't know. Like, what's wrong with... Don't you want that credit? Maybe. like Unless their job's in jeopardy if they are. But, like, in, in an NFL front office, who are the... Yeah. Or is it the coaching staff? Like, who are the sources? Players? Coaches? Scouts? GMs? Like, who... The, this fucking secretary? The janitor? Yeah, I don't know. Because we could have a field day with sources. Say I could be like we, my my buddy says something. Yeah, yes. sources say. <laughs> sources say the Dolphins are going to suck this year. Sources say. Mm-hmm. Uh, we could we could trick a lot of people into betting a lot of money on that. Um, probably not a great thing to do to manipulate people. But yeah, like sources say. Tua's not going to play week four. People are like, ooh. Ooh, who said that? Sources. Sources. Sources say Sean Payton going to shit his pants week five. That would be hilarious. I can't wait to watch that. Sources say. Yeah. Sources say. Hope he doesn't wear khakis. <laughs> or white pants. God forbid. White that. pants. Yeah. <laughs> are, are NFL coaches allowed to wear shorts? I don't think so. Good question. That would be funny. Could you imagine like shit running down his leg? <laughs> I just see it pooling at the bottom of his feet. Uh, gross. Uh, yeah, source would say. It's wearing Crocs. It's coming out the holes. <laughs> An NFL coach with shorts and a cro- in Crocs. Uh, in Denver, too. A little chilly up there. Uh, yeah. Or Crocs. Or is he like socks and Crocs? I don't know. Or he's got like the fur lining Crocs. Mm. I haven't seen those. Could have those. No. Yeah, we don't have those. Yeah, downstate. I don't know. No, <laughs> uh, we, hey. I'm just not as observant. Uh, sources say Zach Kuntz is going to make the team. Sources say. Sources say. Who says they're wrong? Yeah, that's my source. You'll never know who they are. Sources say I'm going to have four cookies tonight. Sources say I already did. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Okay, dude, I still have those cookies from Sources last of- week, and like I can't get rid of them. I got to eat them. That's how I get rid of them. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's what I've been doing just, too. I have like they're looking at me. Yeah, what's your number? What's your cookie number that you'll have in a sitting? Uh, I mean, I had technically I had six, but they're like they're four Oreos, which was like a serving, and then two of the chocolate yeah. chips. So okay. I had a serving of each, but like. Depends on the size of the cookie. I'm using this. Yeah. Little, you know, I don't look at the barcode. I don't know. This is if this is the size of a cookie. I'm having two of these in a sitting, like this size. Wow, you got you got restraint. Yeah. How many? You have restraint. How many are you I, doing? I usually go eight. Eight's my number. Holy for any shit! Cookie. That's a lot of. Cookies. <laughs> I'll go eight. That's a lot of cookies. Wow. But it's a, that's my number. Do you have a time limit? What do you mean? Like, will you not eat the cookies past a certain time of night? Or too early in the morning. Like, 
Is there a, you know, a Oh, it's it's usually at night after dinner. Around 9 o'clock. Okay. Would you have it? 9 o'clock is usually my cutoff. Would you have a cookie for breakfast? I have before. Okay. It's a great way to start a day. You know what? It's just coming to mind. I was supposed to have a cookie for breakfast today, and I never did. Uh, I know. See, you think of these things when you're a kid. I know. And you, your parents are telling you, no, no cookies for breakfast. Just wait, kids. When you're when you're 31 years old. You can do whatever you want. And you can do whatever the hell you want. Yeah. You can have cookies for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Just give it some time. Everything else sucks, but you can have cookies for breakfast. Dude, that's the life. That's the life, man. That's luxury. That's the life. That's luxury. That's luxury. Yeah, it's luxury. All those, all those bills and everything that you got to pay for insurance, all this shit. Whatever you want, you can eat cookies for breakfast, my man. Well, just give it some time. Some people do. They have cookie crisp. That's like cereal, right? Those, those people are. Those people are, are they psychopaths? <laughs> are they psychopaths? I, I, are you a psychopath if you eat? I've never cookie, cookie crisp. For do they still make those? It just feels yeah. like insane to be eating. A- it was always like a special treat. You know, right. if we went on vacation as a family, we would get cookie crisp because gotcha. it's like, all right, vacation. But if you're a 30 year old man or woman and you're having cookie crisp for breakfast, something's wrong with you. You might want to reevaluate some things in your life. Yeah. But again, I didn't, but it was going to be a treat because it was hey. someone's birthday and it was like too late to have them the night before. We said, we'll table it for the morning. And then the morning is, you know, you forget because you wake up and you're like, I got to get ready for work and do these things. God damn it. But some, some days those morning cookies just hit. I know. They just hit. I know. Fuck. I want one right now. And it's now I got to wait for the morning. Yeah. How'd we get on this? I'll text you in the morning. I'll, I'll have text that you cookie. Have some cookies. Uh, in I'm I don't know how we got on that. Okay. No idea. Uh, I'm, I'm losing my mind. Let's keep us on the rails. I, I know I said last topic was sauce of the tweet of the week. That's that's where we were. Yep. We were talking about sources, and somehow we got to cookies. Yep. That's <laughs> all right. Um, last thing we'll end with, so it wasn't the last thing, is Jets Hall of Fame game odds. You can bet on the game, of course. Bet responsibly. Yep. 21 plus. Don't go crazy because it is just preseason, and we don't know what the fuck's going to happen. But the Jets are nope. what? Plus? No, no, no. They're, they're favorites. One and a half points. They're favorites. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So they're favored. Uh Minus one and a half for the Jets. Sweet. Um, money line minus one thirty-five, and over under is thirty-three and a half. So it's so, um, so hard to tell because you know I think the Browns will be playing Josh Dobbs or whoever their backups are. They're not going to be playing Deshaun yeah. Watson or Nick Chubb or any of those yeah. dudes. So it's like thirty-three points. I don't know. Maybe if you want some value, um, there's some scoring props on there already. Jets to win by fourteen or more. Plus three sixty. Okay, so I, maybe I don't. It, preseason football. If you bet on that, more power to you. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm gonna. I'm gonna hold off for. I'm. Now. I'm out on preseason football. We'll wait for the actual, uh, actual fun stuff to begin. Me too. Week one. I think the thrill for me was seeing that there actually were odds <laughs> on preseason. Football. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and you know what? People will bet on it. There's mm-hmm. there's people out there that'll do it, but uh, like we say, bet responsibly. Yep. Don't bet on preseason because that I don't know. That is responsible betting. Is <laughs> not betting on preseason. That is responsible. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I always ask this, but did I miss anything storyline wise from this past week? 
one thing I just want to use here real quick. Um, I might put this in the beginning of the episode if, you know, because this is going to come out on Friday. We're recording on Wednesday. Preseason game is tomorrow night. Mm -hmm. So just pause for a second. And the Jets win the first preseason game 33 to 10. Nice. We'll edit we'll that, in. that in. The beginning. You want to just say like case. you want to say every number and then just edit it in. <laughs> just keep keep like keep saying scores 21, until one's 24, right. 27, 30, <laughs> 6, 9, 25, 7, 21, 17, 13, 3, 0. Zero. <laughs> yeah. Thirty. So we'll, we'll put those numbers together. And thirty-five. Thirty. Yeah, that's a good one. Forty-two. That's also a number. That's that is a number. Is that a preseason football number? I guess we'll see. Fifteen. If someone missed two-point conversion. Fifteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. That this would be twenty. Should be asking a lot for you to edit this. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're not you're, you you did a Jets win 33 to 10. Are you going to do a Jets lose cut or no? All right. Pause. Uh-huh. Jets lose 10 to 3 first preseason game. Wilson throws five interceptions taken out in the first quarter. That would be brutal. <laughs> That'd be terrible. <laughs> He's probably going to play like three drives and he has five interceptions that doesn't make any yeah. sense. <laughs> He's a couple called back. Yeah. We'll count. Them. Oh my God. We're going to see so much Tim Boyle. Um, that'll be interesting. Yeah. All right. That's it. Great cut. You want to say anything else? That's all I got. Okay. That was pretty good. I like that. Yeah. All right. I like it. Uh, we'll see what happens. Oh, I, one thing is I had in this rundown. I forgot. Shout out Jason Brownlee. Top 10 catch in training. Camp. Oh yeah. I think didn't even look real. That was. No, it didn't. He sounds especially, like he's going to make, especially it. coming out of a Jets camp. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. It's like, Here's yeah. the hype. This undrafted freezer rookie is making a fucking one-handed diving catch in training camp. That sounds like the Chiefs and, or the Patriots. Yeah. Yeah. If if we're finally one of those teams that that finds people like that, Jason Brownlee, undrafted guys who can become stars, fucking finally. <sighs> finally. The Jets are on the winning, winning I was gonna say winning train, but on the winning plane, baby, because we're the Jets. So buckle right. your seatbelts, prepare for landing. Had a bumpy ride today, as always. But we got you there. Jets football has started. Hard Knocks is next week. Can't wait. I'm Ben. That's Aaron. In the meantime, as always, go Jets.